Okay, we can't be more delighted than our guest today, Fred Crone. And his new book is his book is Standing in the Wings, My Life on and Mostly Just Off the Stage. And Fred, if you've been to any shows at Hennepin Theater Trust through the Orpheum, the State, Pantages, or any of the local shows since the, the 70s, I think Fred was involved. Right. You were involved one way or another in being a concert promoter and getting Broadway here and getting the buildings to still be standing and getting financings for refurbishing our great theater downtown Minneapolis. So welcome. Thank you very much. Your book to be here. Your book is so great. You have such a rich history and it's a combination of different acts that you brought to the cities, different stories that you tell and you and know, Gordon Lightfoot writes your foreword. I know. <laughs> I've I've probably done 150 shows total with Gordon with over Gordon. the years. 50 years worth of uh, he wow. was the first the first artist I promoted really? back in the day. So yeah, he and, and I are close. And was he? Did you meet him when you were in your Carlton College, college days? I or after I, that, uh, I uh, met him. He was just coming up uh, in 1972, and I uh, liked him a lot. I saw him at the Guthrie, and I said, I'll do two shows at the uh, O'Shaughnessy Auditorium. Those were my first two shows. Isn't with that Gordon. fun? With Gordon. And was he just like playing in front of a pretty small crowd at the Guthrie? Was he had a little... No, nope, he no. sold out the Guthrie. He and did. then, if you could read my mind, hit. And I oh. sold out two shows at O'Shaughnessy because mm-hmm. that was such a an amazing song. Amazing oh, song. And he was right. a dreamboat. He was. He's had some health issues <laughs> lately. But yeah. boy, was he... He had a beautiful voice and he was a handsome man yeah he really was yeah good heck of a song right i don't even know that he wrote your four words i know it i don't even know where to start because you have such a rich history and we're responsible for so many things um that happened in our community with theater bringing broadway here um where do you like to start i mean it's just so rich you know, the, 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 the start really of the Orpheum was when I thought it was going to be demolished and I went through 30 or 40 wealthy people mm-hmm. and nobody wanted to get involved at all with uh, saving the Orpheum. And I had one one person left. I had taken his movie to the Cannes Film Festival, Bob Dylan. Mm-hmm. And I uh, basically spent three or four hours with him and... Uh, tried to persuade him that, that saving the Orpheum was a good thing, and he finally said yes, and we uh, bought the theater from Ted Mann and and ran a uh, production of A Chorus Line. Right. And that was really the start of Broadway in Minneapolis. I'm so glad you saved that, Fred. That is such an amazing theater. Well, you know, you, you don't get to save a theater unless it's really in distress. That's when people rally around mm-hmm. it. And that right. was true for the state and for the Pantages. The Pantages was about to become a parking lot. When right. I, when I uh, worked on that. one, And you work on it. Yeah. And when you work on it, that means finding somebody you know with money who will step forward. Or, and the city council. The city council. I mean, it's it, a it, lot, isn't yeah, it? Basically, uh, Bob Dylan was the last private investor that I can think of. I, I went to the city and said, this is a city asset and a, an economic development tool, and you've got to save it. It's important to the downtown because mm-hmm. that was a dark, yes, it was. foreboding area. It was. We, we had Moby Dicks, and we had a lot of other things happening on Mousies. that block. Mousies. Mousies, yeah. yeah. A whale of a drink. Yes. Yeah. 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 No, I still remember the sign. I still wish I wish I that had was, all been saved. The blackie was the black we wished had had done something different. Yeah. So, 
So when you brought the chorus line here, I remember that was a big darn deal. And then you had all of these other great acts. I mean, Steve Martin, you have a, I think it's a great story about when Steve Martin first came here when he was doing his blow up balloons. Yeah. And he used to have the arrow going through his Mm -hmm. head and all sorts of other daffy things. Uh, Yes. And then he did a two hour show and then went out to the parking lot up a little stairway and did another half hour of material for the people in the parking lot. He was, he was a great guy. Oh Still my, is. We're yeah. bringing them back. I know you are. Lori and I are. The tickets go on sale tomorrow. tomorrow. I gave a ticket alert for thank that you, May 13th. Good. Tomorrow. Yeah. In, and so when you, when I remember, everyone remembers Donnie Osmond being here for Joseph. Oh, that was huge. And that's, that's a good story, how that happened. Can you tell everybody? I mean, it, it, I, I had just persuaded the city to save the state and put almost $10 million into restoring it. And they gave me a one-year management contract to run it. They turned the keys over to me, and I looked at the calendar, and there was really nothing the whole year. (laughs) Then I got a call from Garth Strabinski in Toronto, and he said, I want to come down and look at your theater. Next morning, he walked in, looked at the theater, looked at the backstage. We walked back to the lobby. He said, I'll take it, assuming you have uh, the dates I want. And I said, what date do you want? And he said, I want 18 weeks. For Joseph and the Amazing and it, Technicolor. Fourth of July weekend it started, didn't yeah, it? That was Chorus Line. Oh, that was Chorus Line. Mm. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, that saved. I put the State Theater on the National Broadway map, and uh, the rest is history. Then that led to, uh, you know, opening the Orpheum with Miss Saigon. And, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, uh, we went to that, Larry. Mm-hmm. We were, uh, we were very lucky, but. You know, sometimes fate is on your side. It's like, and we went to the, you know, when the Lion King first opened here, that was a big darn deal. Yeah, it's impossible to top that one. That's the most successful Broadway show in Broadway history. And uh, we had the honor of of introducing it to audiences here. Did you, was that a pinch me moment that? Oh, yeah. I mean. How did you find out about it or how did that involvement happen? We had had worked with Disney on, uh, on Beauty and the Beast. Which was just a, you know, it's a fine show, but it wasn't very imaginative. Yeah. And we didn't know. I, I, I knew they were going to do it. I'm just yeah. trying to. Yeah. Uh, no, you do it. Kind. It's okay. Yeah. We're with Fred Crone here, who really is responsible for so much of our Broadway theater and concerts in the Twin Cities. Keep going. Anyway, we uh, worked with Disney, and they said they were going to do a, a version of Lion King. And I always pushed the, to open the productions here because it, I could rent more weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, they they finally said yes, and uh, it was, you know, for, for a lot of different reasons, but we had a good relationship with Disney, and uh, lots of other cities wanted that show. What, why did they choose Minneapolis besides you? You know, it's, uh, it's probably because of we, we had a very innovative uh, stagehand agreement. Okay. Uh, so that that instead of having to do a four-hour call and then another four-hour call kind of thing, the, the way the, the union the had worked, were working. Okay. we just raised the uh, hourly price uh, for a, a stagehand and just let them run right through. They could run 18 hours a day if they wanted to rehearse 18 hours a day. Disney loved that, and it saved them a lot of money. And, sure. And then we got Aida, and now... We had frozen, you know. We have a good relationship with Disney these mm-hmm. days. That's awesome. I'll never forget when we, Lori and I, went to the premiere of the Lion King mm-hmm. here, and we worked at Carlson Companies, who had a big relationship with Disney too. Exactly. And and just 
the never opening. Seen like I've never it. seen anything yeah. like that on stage. That is the most exciting five minutes of theater oh. that I've ever seen. I watched it like 35 times. I would never miss the opening uh, procession. Oh. And I cried when I saw the, the, the elephant come up on oh. stage. It yeah. was just like too much for yeah. me. It was, if people have never seen it, that is a magical play. Yeah. Nothing, nothing yeah. tops that. No, I know. I, and so you just recently retired in 2018. And I'm thinking of, you know, in your book, you talk about, you know, Dolly Parton when you first, oh, when yeah. she Let's first came. Oh, yeah. Let's have a Dolly story. Tell everyone about <laughs> Let's Dolly. Let's have a Dolly story. Uh, some that I can't tell. Okay. <laughs> I know. But she, I, I rode in her bus uh, with her and uh, she was a, uh, and she was a young and sassy lady at uh-huh. that point. And she was already married, but she was, she was wild. She was sassy. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I still love her. I think she's amazing. What do you think made you so successful at? Because you have so many relationships. I mean, through your book, we've got Tony Bennett, we've got Liza Minnelli, we have younger artists. You know, we have all, people of all different walks and talks. What, what do you think it was, you know, Fred? The, the, the key is I treated people. Uh, Big artists, I didn't, uh, you know, bow down to them. I treated them as just a friend. Yeah. And, uh, and I had so many, so many friends based on that. Uh, just because other people were so, you know, they were, they were, uh, they bowed down to them. And yeah, I, I kissing just, the shoes and exactly. stuff. Exactly. So, yeah, uh, kissing the ring. I think kissing it's called the kissing the, the shoes. Oh, kiss the shoes. Kiss you know, I, I'm always just off a little yeah. bit. Yeah, <laughs> Fred, is that a true? Was that? A, is it a true story that, um, like Aretha Franklin and maybe other artists, maybe black artists, because of how they got screwed by concert promoters in other cities, that they wanted some of their money in cash. I'd say all of their money in cash. All of their money. Many country western people and and you know all the uh, the Aretha and uh, all all the jazz people too. Mm-hmm. All the you know Ella Fitzgerald, all the all the people that I I dealt with, and Waylon Jennings. Uh, yeah, I used to I used to. Uh, they wanted to be paid paid cash. Paid in cash, and I had. Uh, a stack of uh, one hundred dollar bills, you know, fifty thousand right. dollars, and he came in, he shoved the uh, the bills in his uh, boot, and <laughs> out out he went. Oh, that's like a great so story. Uh, there are plenty of Whalen stories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, right, and you know, in the book, what I think is so cool. Well, let's take a break, Julia. Right. Let's well, take a break. Can you stay with us? If you want, we yeah, would love we it. We're we're. Just, you don't have a book signing to run off to. Is that tomorrow? I have nothing. That is uh, Saturday. Saturday. This- okay, we'll find out from Fred when we come back. Where where he's signing his book, Standing in the Wings, My Life on and Mostly Just Off Stage. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, uh, we are delighted to be with uh, legendary Fred Crone. Okay, Standing in the Wings is the name of his book, My Life on and Mostly Just Off Stage. And seriously, you may not know the name Fred Crone, but you know what impact if we if you were to get his book and find out everything that you've done in the Twin Cities with entertainment and theater and music. I mean, you, I'm so glad someone bugged you to write this book. Did you get bugged to write this book, or did you? No, want to write I had it? Uh, a year during COVID. That's what I was wondering. <laughs> okay, and I was stuck in my condo. I had I'd gone through file after file. You know, I had a storage locker full of. Did you? Were you say? Where did you say? I stuff? saved everything. Yeah, okay, I good. mean, you can see the, yeah. the, the backstage ticket, passes. I, see I love uh, them. Anyway, so uh, yeah, I needed to get rid of those so I didn't have to keep paying for the. And I went through and I said, "There's a book, book. here, at least a couple of articles and." And I started doing it during uh, COVID, and uh, 
worked out just it's, fine. I mean, it's so good. I mean, your story about Gregory back, you know, meeting him and giving him and his wife the tour. And did you bring Dame Edna? Are you the reason I, I finally got that to show. see Dame Edna in the he Twin was Cities? one of my favorites. Barry Humphreys is a genius, the guy that created I'm was trying that? to tell you to talk closer to the mic. Yeah. Oh, sorry I'm about that. All these facial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I what? didn't know what was wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, so did you talk Dame Edna into coming here? Because we never that was we that, never got to see that was a her highlight. before. I, I saw Dame Edna's show in New York, mm-hmm. and then they were they said they were going to tour, and I said I want the first tour weeks, and we had two weeks uh, of oh. Dame Edna and. It Peed was my fun. Pants. Mm-hmm. She went oh. on the in the book. There's a picture of her on spoon and yes. uh, and cherry in the spoon and cherry, Larry. Oh, it's hysterical. Yeah, she and we went we went into Dayton's to the uh, the uh, makeup counter and they were just like blown away by. Her. Oh yeah, that was been fun. Did you have? Okay, so and you had a good relationship with Donny Osmond. Really good, really good. When he was doing Joseph and um, the Technic, everyone has a memory of going to that show. Yeah. And especially the ones that we had to turn away because he wasn't going to perform that show. They were in tears when they yeah. couldn't get in. So, yeah, yeah. He, was a, he was a sweet guy. It's he his was, birthday today. Is it, it really? He's 63. Yes. Happy birthday, Donnie. I know. That's birthday, great. Donnie. And we just talked to Marie Osmond on Monday because she's coming out to Mystic with her holiday show. But I, the Osmonds are a class in their own. They're, uh, yeah, they, uh, they definitely are. They are. Is there... Is there someone that you worked so hard to get here? I kind of was reading your David Letterman thing story about when you got David Letterman here and you had him perform with, I can't, who was Nancy it? Wilson. Yeah, and how. And it wasn't quite a good match. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which uh, I just wanted to, you know, I liked David Letterman and wanted to put him on a show. And sadly, the only show I could put him on was Nancy Wilson and they didn't get David Letterman's humor at all. Lori, he walked off and begged him not, begged Fred oh. not to come back <laughs> yeah. on. If, do I have to go back? Do I have to go back? Yeah, nobody laughed at anything. It oh, it's really, just horrible. Fred, yeah. would you have a hard time talking people into playing in the Twin, Twin Cities? You know, most people know, but there were some that I really wanted that I couldn't get, and I made cold calls. I would drive to or uh, fly to Los Angeles and go to Sunset Boulevard and walk in and and say, I want Jackson Brown, or oh, I right. want Manhattan transferring. Right. And then I had a 10-minute, you know, I could do a 10-minute spiel, and they, most of the time, they were they were uh, okay, and I uh, got them uh, eventually. I never got Bette Midler. I really wanted Bette Midler, and uh, I worked with her, but I didn't uh, you never got the that? show myself. Yeah. yeah. Was, yeah, she didn't she play didn't, here much. Well, she her, was at she, the Axe a couple, what, yeah, 10 yeah, years ago or something, but yeah. a, live, a major. Yeah, and, and once they, you know, I didn't do that many arena shows. Right. So I, once they got to arena level, I was kind of out of luck. You were kind of out of luck. Yeah. Is, there a, is there a favorite seat that you, you were always in the wings. I know you were always in the wings at the theaters, but is there like a favorite spot in one of the theaters that you just like, like to, it? standing there it just warms you up or something you know you'll you'll find this strange but i really in, unless it was a, a multiple show run i 
I didn't watch that many shows. That's why I was in the wings because I was, you know, everyone wants to be paid for some reason. Oh, right? so you right. have to make right. sure we get yeah. the box office. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Get the receipts and stuff. You know what I want to ask you about a story you have in the book, um, which is uh, called Standing in the Wings, My Life On and Mostly Just Off Stage, Fred Crone. Um, because we're really been we've been obsessed with the the show Yellowstone and there's a prequel coming out and it stars Faith Hill and Tim McGraw. So if you Faith could share Hill. with us your a Faith Hill story. She she just uh she just she wasn't married to Tim McGraw at that point. She was she had a I'm trying to think uh the one song. The one the the song that she was and and uh, they I said, think Grant can find it. Mm-hmm. Uh this now I'll think about yeah. it. This love, this the, kiss, this, this kiss, kiss, this kiss. That's yeah. it. Anyway, she uh, she just had that. She was, I thought, beautiful, oh, and be uh, they offered me the uh, the the start of the tour for that. They were rehearsing, and then they and I said, and Tim McGraw will, I'm sure, show up for her first show. He Did didn't you, show up. Were they already <laughs> dating? Were they already dating? Yeah. So you mm-hmm. knew there was something, and yeah. you're like, of course he'll show yeah. up. And they, I, I think they said at that point that they would never be separated from each other for more than 48 hours or something like oh, that. Oh, that's and so I said, He's going to come. be here. Yeah, right. <laughs> and he never came. Never came. Never came. Was, never yeah. came. Is there, and did you ever try Barbara Streisand? You know, I saw... Barbara Streisand in Funny Girl on Broadway, oh. and ever since, there's another act that I, you know, there's certain acts that uh, I would have loved to have gotten, and and she never, you know, she went from from Broadway to huge star, yeah. and, and never, I don't know that she's done a theater show in no. I guess 40 she, years. Mm-hmm. But, I guess she really hasn't. You know, she? Dusty Springfield, I worked on like crazy. I love Dusty Springfield. Roy Orbison, I wanted to do. Gene Pitney, who I'm probably the only person that liked Gene Pitney. Oh, no, my dad likes Gene <laughs> I don't Pitney. even know who it is, but oh, okay. he was a 50s Town rock Without and roll. Pity, and yeah. he did all sorts of back racks. Did he do and... B. Bapalula, or am I, I thinking know. of somebody I don't else? I know who okay. that is, but he had a beautiful voice. I'm mm-hmm. kind of a sucker for good voices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And well, where are you going to be? Where can people see you? People you? want this book. If anyone has, I mean, there's so many of us that love live theater and love concerts and stuff. This, you, this, the storytelling this a, in this book is just an amazing, Fred. It's oh, that's amazing. great. I love your book. I mean, I did, couldn't put it down this morning. You can see I'm all tabbed <laughs> out, but it's, it's so delightful. So, so tell well, us. I mean, the, the, the best place to get it since, it's my it's my site is fredcrone.com and it's k r o h n correct okay fredcrone.com you can you can get it from amazon but they take about 80% yeah. of the money right, is right, that right. what they do oh yeah oh, it's it's, it's not a uh, pretty thing is this mm-hmm. in local bookstores yet it's uh, some but it's it's hard to find hard they to usually find. say we'll have to order, order. yeah well, that's right, okay. right, right. they'll order it they for will. you they can yeah. order just like amazon can are you order doing it. any signings I'm going to do one Saturday at the uh, the Hennepin Theater uh, Trust office, right aside of the Orpheum Theater, and uh, it's just a uh, really a book signing. I'm not doing a reading. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's but, this Saturday. What time? Uh, I think it's between six thirty and eight. It's just before Anastasia. Oh, oh have you, that's supposed to be great. I I haven't seen it yet, but I think I'll probably that night oh, probably yeah. see it. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, and and. It's just such a treat for us. And oh, I'm so glad. You this have has been such fun. an amazing job. I mean, and career and everything that you did for our. Did you um, stumble our, into your cities? job? Would you say? You know, I. Uh, 
Yeah, I I was, you know, assembly committee chairman and big name events chairman in college and but attorney, I didn't attorney went, went to law school and I said, boy, don't want to do Don't want to practice law. Yeah. <laughs> and so I ended up uh accidentally kind of Yeah. I uh I put myself through law school promoting shows at oh. Northrop Auditorium, okay. so uh it was always in the back of my mind. Yeah, well, that must have been helpful, though, to be a promoter who could write your own contracts legally. Oh, yeah, I mean, that, a Broadway contract is yeah. probably an inch thick, uh-huh. so uh, you got to know just what to cross out. Yeah. This was, <laughs> Fred, this was such a highlight. Fred Crone, standing in the wings, my life on and mostly off stage at fredcrone.com. And okay. also, if they want to meet you yeah. this Saturday night, I'm right next to the pit, to the, the state. Orpheum. The Orpheum, Orpheum. okay. Wow. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank this you for has your been a treat to be here. to theater in the Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, seriously. Thank you. Thank you. We love it. All right. We'll be back.